It's 58 degrees outside, okay, which yeah, means good. that it's probably like 55 degrees inside, because my mom likes keeping it uh, cold as fuck. I'm, like, <laughs> I keep turning the heat up, and she keeps turning it back down. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm in my Pennsylvania, mother. so we're, I, I want to say we're probably about the same, but I went camping this weekend, and it was a high of 38, and Oof. it was not Brutal. fun. No. Yeah, I think we're. I think we actually have a nice day today. It's like seventy here in Connecticut, seventy-one right now. So that's not bad. It's a it's nice fall day. Seventy-one here in Connecticut. Uh, you're tuning in to Live Time Broadcast. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pat's like, yeah, no, it's one hundred and ten in Southern California. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's like hundred here. Oh, but God. at least you got your Horrible. air conditioner fixed. Oh no, nope. it's not. Nope. Um, it's only been like almost a month, so that's cool. <gasps> oh, that's, that's fun. Were you, if you're I'm, just tuning in, this is Move Left Idiots. And I'll, I'll do I'll do a regular intro. All right. No, you got to play all of this from the moment you you just we we're gonna do one of those shows again where you just cut it's gonna it be out. it's gonna be one of those. All right. Well, <laughs> if that's uh, in that case, uh, welcome to Move Left Idiots, a uh, socialist talk <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm your host Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? We're back, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm doing good um, up here in the frigid northern uh, Michigan climate of uh, <laughs> where my mother lives. Doing some chestnut harvesting again this year. I think the last time I recorded up here uh, was during the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation. Oh, that, that, that lovely time. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and now we've so got uh, yet another <laughs> far-right lunatic. What's her name? Amy something? Yeah, Amy something. Comey Bear. Come, Amy yeah. something with letters that sort of sounds like RGB. That's all I know. ACB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I'm yeah. sure is the only reason she was chosen, by the way. <laughs> Just for the, <laughs> like, for the fucking... Like, all cops are bad? What? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so... Uh, uh, and uh, we're joined by two special guest hosts uh, this week. Uh, one of them, a recurring host, uh, Pat, uh, a.k.a. Pat the Burner, a.k.a. Nate's Liver, a.k.a. Peter, formerly known as Peter Douche. Uh, Pat's joining us again. <laughs> Pat, thanks for coming on. Welcome back. Howdy. It's been a while. Good to see you guys or listen to you guys. Yeah, you too, man. You too. And uh, his uh, uh, co-author in, the, in their new book project uh, also... Uh, podcast host in her own right uh way bigger podcast host than us is uh joy marie man aka savage joy so uh welcome on joy thank you so much yeah yeah absolutely thanks for coming on guys um yeah so what do you guys have going on i know you have a book coming out uh what can you just tell us a little bit about what the book is about and kind of how it came together uh i guess i'll take it yeah we uh we we (laughs) We used, our, no. <laughs> we used our sadness basically when Bernie got uh, 
got got punked and decided to channel it into a book. Um, I'd written one before, and Joy reached out and said, "Hey, you want to do a project together?" And I just pretty much dropped everything. We we spent every day writing it until we were done. So you put all your other like book projects on the back burner for this one, right? Yeah, I had a a, a, well, I still do. I have a a, uh, when life gives you Don Lemons was is one I was I was working on which is actually a cookbook right <laughs> right it was it was basically done but like a like an idiot optimistic leftist I wrote it as if Bernie had won the primaries which oh, which strategically <laughs> jinxed him in retrospect was the dumbest thing I could do um the premise was that it was it was a uh, a paid propagandist realizing he has no future in politics so it was a tell all book Mm. Nice. Which so you got to kind of rethink, re- rethink the the mechanism now of the book. Now that yeah, the whole premise of how I wrote it basically had to get thrown out. So it's Shit. it's anyway. Anyway, back to this book. This is a uh, fake re- <laughs> fake resistance forum with uh, a lot of Karens getting together and that kind of thing. Um, it's one of those like uh, college tour kind of events where they they have pundits on stage discussing and debating politics. Uh, that's the idea. Cool, cool, cool. So is that out yet, or is that that's on its way? Or uh, it is officially out. You can order it at uh, savageandpat.com, and it's called uh, the Yes Queen Chronicles coverage of the first annual Resistance Forum. Thanks. <laughs> feels it feels like so long ago. The the, the, the Bernie like being in the press. Like it just feels like this happened. You know, five years ago. Not like it happened four months ago that this all fucking yeah, went down. Well, it happened both. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it did. That's right. true. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I just feel like that being in lockdown and not being able to do anything, it just feels like so much time has passed. But realistically, we were like, I, I was looking through videos last night because uh, someone had like posted a video of like the Strokes playing at Bernie's New Hampshire rally when they were playing uh, New York City cops on the stage as the cops were like trying yeah. to pull them off the stage. Which, and I'm just like, man, that was such a good fucking time that felt like so long ago. And I was like, oh no, it was like like five months ago. Like it was not that long ago. It was just, fuck man, it, it, it sucks. It sucks. My personal favorite moment of this year is, is still the uh, failed coup, coup attempt where the guys got fucking oh, arrested. Man in their boats and um, (laughs) they they forced them to wear uh, like Moscow Russia sports sweatshirts during their interrogation videos <laughs> just as like a, a fucking extra special own. Uh, I, I swear to god that's a coen brothers movie the that, the plot of that goofy fucking coup attempt in venezuela by those like it's that that like yeah. random militia gr- it was just so funny I, I i really hope that that and they were coen putting brothers after movie. they were already like had been captured they were putting videos out saying like our greatest moment is ahead of us and it's like <laughs> your guys are in jail what are you talking about yeah, no, that that was that was funny. Um, yeah, I I, I I long for those days because now we're just you know stuck on this interminable death march to Joe Biden winning or or Donald Trump winning and fucking nothing getting better. Yeah, uh, and repeat after me, President Kamala Harris. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. We're, we're the Joe Biden winning and then immediately ceding power to the actual President God. Kamala Harris, and you know. Checking himself into a fucking you know dementia ward of a of a retirement home. She did pretty but, good in her home state of California, right? Yeah, no, yeah, she she definitely yeah, she uh, got like <laughs> seventh or something. Yeah, dead. She dropped out already, but she still 
uh, managed to secure a few votes. But yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, just an absolute fiasco. But, you know, we did have good news this week. Uh, really good news, as a matter of fact. And we, we all had a, a brief moment of respite from the, the quarantine-related uh, depression that we've all been in uh, when we found out that the president, Donald Trump, did test positive for coronavirus after... You know, uh, flaunting science for, you know, spitting in the face of science for the last six months and just doing the stupidest shit imaginable and never wearing masks and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Finally fucking got what was coming to him uh, after, you know, his inaction has killed 200,000 plus people. He finally himself has gotten coronavirus uh, and, and actually it was so bad that he had to be hospitalized. So that was, you know, a, a fun couple days on twitter uh when, when we thought that trump might kick it uh and he still might you know there's there's still a chance that you know he's uh, they say it actually gets a lot worse around day 10 to 14 of, of covid uh and he's only in like you know the first five or so so uh, you know there's there's still a chance but you know i'm not i'm not holding out hope because nothing good ever happens anymore but yeah did, did i'm not you... super Yo, excited ahead. about getting pence he's actually way more terrifying to me yeah um well that's the other he... i mean you know it, it, it's just the moral victory but yeah it's not a, a long-term good yeah and and i think pence has a, a much better chance at beating biden uh because even those who hate trump would be willing to vote for something so-called new uh, but Pence is, is daunting because, well, first of all, he has pitch black eyes, which is quite creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he stands in the background. He doesn't really talk or anything. He just observes. And psychopaths always do that. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, Trump, the, the scary thing about him is he's very impulsive. Whereas Pence is very calculated and he Pence has experience pensive. and he has connections. <laughs> Um, and he wants things like, you know, conversion therapy for gay people. And um, he's a lot more um, scary in in my view. Um, oh, yeah. He, he's ideological, unlike Trump. Yeah. Yeah. But with yeah, the I, means uh, to, to carry out what he exactly. wants to do. I look at Pence and I think of Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. And. And, you know, he's actually it's kind of amazing that he's managed to not really get any of Donald Trump on him for these last four years. Like he's really managed to avoid being that closely tied with him to the point where I think if he ran, it wouldn't be like, oh, well, there'll just be a continuation of Trump because everyone knows that, like, you know, he has nothing to do with what Trump is doing on a day to day basis. Right. The so, only thing that would stick to him, he's like the director or whatever you want to call it of COVID, the COVID response. Yeah, I mean, even that, I, I think people blame Trump for because, like, you know, yeah. it's still like he yeah, decrees, you know. But it's on his resume for sure. Sure, no, for sure. I mean, there's hide. a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's just you know, he he is scary. But I also think with a month to campaign, he wouldn't really have much luck. And you know, like Trump's rabid base who don't really give a fuck about like standard Republicans, like like uh, Mike Pence. I don't think would really turn out for him I, you know I, and i was and me and being comrade talked a lot about how joe biden's fucked this election because you know obviously everyone's like oh well he's leading 10 points in the general election polls but when you look at all the swing state polls he's still really fucking close like way closer than he should be um i do think that 
Trump has been so bad in the last couple of months that Biden actually may be pulling away from him in some of those swing states. But again, I, I think know. it's not going to be as close as, as I'm in not Pennsylvania be as... and uh, um, you clip it, save it, whatever. I'm, I'm calling Trump for our state. Oh, I yeah. Really no, am. Pennsylvania and Ohio, I don't think will go blue for a long time. I uh-uh. think Pennsylvania, Ohio, Florida are just lost to the Republicans for you know, it, it, barring like a Bernie-like candidate, they're they're lost to Republicans for decades. We talked about this uh, last week, the week before, but somebody did a, a electoral map thing and figured out that uh, Biden needs to win Pennsylvania just to tie with Trump. Yeah, he, he can't. Biden can't win if he doesn't win Pennsylvania, and you're basically you're telling us that he's got no shot there <laughs> which oh that's which I think great i'm really looking for four more years of I know, right? fucking vote shaming <laughs> right <laughs> it's gonna be horrible but you know what I, well, and but again there, this map is i do think this this election is gonna be a little bit of a wild card just because there's a lot of weird shit happening and with the fact that a lot of people are voting by mail actually may mean that there will be a bigger turnout than usual. Like I, I think I think the typical predictions and projections are going to be a little less accurate this time around. Even polling because it's just going to be such a fucking wild card to see what happens with that's the mail in ballots and exactly know, how I read it too. I mean, mail in ballots people fuck with them when they come in. You know, being everywhere for the first time, and then you know, secretaries of states having to. To certify and determine what mm. what's going to happen with these yeah. conflicts everywhere, I don't see any situation unless there's a massive blowout where we don't have Supreme Court fights here. Yeah, well, the, which yeah, not the other thing that's that you know you would think because it's mail-in voting, more people would vote, but you know my state is a lot like other states in the respect of a lot of um, you know we have to request a ballot, mm-hmm. go through this entire thing fill out you know um this application submit it then wait to get a ballot then get her ballot and fill it out like they have some special envelope for it and it's very convoluted and i mean it what it comes down to is people are lazy and if you have to request a ballot a lot of people aren't going to um, and a lot of states, including my own, you have to pay your own postage, which is a bunch what? of bullshit. Jesus Christ. Um, and stuff like that uh, deters people as well. It may not seem like a lot, but if you think about the average person in our country, they just don't want to be bothered with I things. would not spend 50 cents to vote for Joe Biden. I'll tell you that <laughs> right. much. Like, Hell well, no. And, and look, it's, we're in quarantine. So you, there's just the simple thing of needing to go get stamps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I, wouldn't, I have no desire to go stand in a postal line right now. That's, that's interesting because that's not – some states, you know, it's just like in Connecticut, it's automatically, you know, it's no postage required because the state will pay for it. But I guess, you know, in certain yeah. states they have to – but that's like a poll tax, basically, is that you're requiring people to spend 55 cents to vote. Like, that's, I don't know how that's anything other than a poll tax, but. Yeah. Yeah. California, I'm also afraid that if I. Us all ballots. Uh, I just got mine yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid that if I lick a stamp, that's how I'm going to get COVID. <laughs> it's, it's on That would be justice. Thing. Yeah. How long has it been since you've mailed something, dude? All, all stamps are adhesive. 
Really? Yeah. Is that how it, it it's got to yes. be decades then? I was going to say, it's probably, I mean, how, yeah, I can't think of the last, like, I, I've done it because we had, like, you know, to mail invitations and shit for our wedding. But other than that, I don't think I've mailed, like, a letter or a card in, in decades, probably. I just order shit online and they fucking send it to me. Exactly. The mail. Yeah. So that's about it. Um, but, but no, I mean, I, I really, it's going to be a shit show. And, like, obviously, everything around the presidential election is, uh, it's theater. It's pro wrestling. They just want to have like the big night of like, oh, well, the, the state's results are coming in. And, you know, we, we're going to report to you that Donald Trump has won Florida and blah, blah, blah. And they're not going to really be able to do that, but they're going to do it anyway. So it's going to really be a shit show on election night because. Oh, yeah. Theoretically, we have we would we should have no idea who's the president for a week after the election. Correct. But they're going to yeah. try to call it anyway on, yeah. on election. night. And there's no way they're going to have even the slightest clue this time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we saw them do it in the primaries with, with, with a lot of the primary states when they just kept calling shit, uh, you know, but they would always call it when Bernie didn't win the state. But whenever Bernie won the state, it would just be like, oh, well, too close to tell. Um, they, they, they play very fast and loose with right. calls and things like that. Oh, yeah. It's going to uh, be Iowa is, on a national level. You're yeah. going to have millions of these mail-in oh, ballots. And, and some states don't even legally, they're not allowed to even start counting the mail-in ballots until... Mm-hmm the election's done so you could be getting you know two weeks ahead of this but these laws don't allow that yeah which is yeah stupid but you know again it's different I went for every from state pennsylvania uh to iowa to volunteer for bernie for five weeks um Oof. so i worked my ass off in the snow knocking on doors and the ice and four degree weather um stuff like that and i'm telling you when we you know me and the rest of the campaign offices and stuff we're at a bar we're waiting for those fucking results to come in and fucking eat a bag of dicks pete comes on (laughs) you know on the camera and he's like talking about a victory we were denied our moment of all of our hard work um we were denied that and it was so disheartening um, and so heartbreaking. He, that fucker claimed victory before even half the votes were in. Um, and it was just so, it was heart-wrenching. Just, you know, I'm with all these comrades and other people had come from other states as well. And we're so excited because the votes are coming in and our precinct won. And, you know, and then here comes this twat waffle on TV. Like, guess what? I won and I'm so honored. <laughs> Fucker, no, you To be didn't. fair, though, to be fair, Pete Buttigieg also declared victory of last week's presidential debate. So he, he did just puts... and, and today's <laughs> vice presidential debate as well. Yeah, he's already declared victory of. How, you know what? It'll take solace and how mad he is that he didn't get picked as the VP. Because you know he was in the back of his mind. He's like, well, surely I'm dropping out even though I'm in second place. But they're going to obviously Biden's going to make me the VP. Right? <laughs> then, well, he know. is Obama in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So it would have made sense. Definitely. It should, but, but again, but Biden's so bad with women, they had to put a black woman on the ticket because it was like they mm-hmm. couldn't. And especially after all his fucking blunders, like his racist blunders on the campaign trail, it was like, well, no, can't be Amy Klobuchar anymore because obviously he needs to put a black woman because he's so bad with black women that if we don't put a black woman on the ticket, Trump might win among black women. <laughs> like it's that. It's but that let's dire. take 
a black woman who's a cop. Now, yeah, the that's worst possible per- choice. I mean, the worst possible choice. Unbelievable. They're, they're just so, yeah, it's, it's so bad at this. But, um, it, you know, it, it, it is it is pretty hilarious uh, well, that, that, that's at one point. That's what's going to be funny tonight is we're going to see Kamala switch gears and embrace her being top cop now. Oh, yeah. No, she's got it. She's got to be tough on crime because she's going to get baited into it just like fucking Biden. She's at least smarter than Biden in that she won't get as easily baited because he's, you know, has the brain of a toddler at this point. But, um, yeah, I, I I don't even think I'm going to watch. I, like, I'll watch highlights. I can't stand listening to the two of them for fucking I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm excited to see uh, Mike Pence and Kamala Harris both agree on the death penalty being uh, <laughs> law of the land. <laughs> right. Honestly, I, I, I just tweeted this, but I'm not even going to hate watch it. I just don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can. I, I, at least the Trump-Biden debate was entertaining because I knew Trump would be a fucking, you know, Adderall-up maniac and just yell for an hour and a half and, you know, call Joe every name in the book. And it would at least be entertaining from that aspect. This won't even be entertaining. This will just be dr- dull and dry and full of fucking lines that are pre-planned that the left printed on T-shirts before the debate is over. Exactly. Like, yeah, but I think our our book title is inadvertently going to trend tonight. Yes, uh-huh. Queen! She's going to have that moment where that little girl was me. She's going to have one of those, no She's doubt. Pull out oh, one of those, yeah. Yeah. They've already Mama. pre-planned like three or four of them. Oh, and, totally. and just to just to get a plug in, what is the uh, title of your book once again? Is the Yes, Queen Chronicles. Um coverage of the uh, first annual resistance forum. <laughs> Sounds like the women's march. Well, essentially. It, it is. Our, our characters are Alyssa Shalano, Neera Tantrum, um, <laughs> Jennifer Poobin, uh, Joanne Greed, um, all, all your favorite shit libs. But the protagonist is Nina Burner. And she is the true queen. And she had us on our um, on her podcast recently. Um, and she has fully supported the book, which has been fucking insane. It's super cool that she's like now that she's not Bernie's, you know, national uh, campaign chair. What I, I forget her exact position, but. Um, she kind of can just be like, yeah, fuck these fucking people. Like, they, they were never going to let me be on any kind of, like, prominent slot, you know, on the ticket or in the party. Like, you know. Oh, hell yeah. She was, like, half a bowl of shit. I was like, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, Nina. that was a great. Yeah, yes. I'm sure it's going to be cut out of our, our podcast when it airs, but she dropped a few F-bombs. <laughs> oh, like, she sure yes. did. It was wonderful. Get it, Nina. <laughs> yeah. Get it. The president we deserve, unfortunately, probably the president they'll never let us get. But uh, <laughs> no, they'll, yeah, they'll, but just they'll, to see her on the debate stage would be so oh, yeah. fucking beautiful I because agree. she has she has no cares. She will go completely hardcore. She would be the Tulsi we wanted, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, she'd God. be the Tulsi we wanted, not the Tulsi fucking. Appearing in PragerU videos and spreading Project Veritas oh, fucking mm-hmm. garbage. She still has, Tulsi oh. still has uh, stands that are like, whoa, Tulsi, where'd this Project Veritas thing come from? I'm like, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't realize she was a milkshake duck uh, years ago, then you haven't been paying attention. It's, and got, the, yeah. the thing that's so frustrating is, yeah, she does have sycophants. 
But what gets me is when they compare her dropping and endorsing Biden to Bernie endorsing Biden, because there's a very big difference. She endorsed Biden when Bernie was still in the race. That is totally different. Because for a year, all we heard was, oh, they're secretly working together and they're so tight and they met behind the scenes. And no, she ran against him, period. And then she Mm -hmm. endorsed a warmonger instead of him. She also never criticized Biden during the debates, which we all kind of made note of at the time as being weird, but and shouldn't have been in retrospect because, you know. A lot more in line with his policy. Yeah, you know, Tulsi, I think Tulsi had one great, you know, courageous act where she resigned her vice chair as the, uh, you know, from vice chairmanship of the DNC to endorse Bernie when she saw that they were fucking him in 2016. Because she did genuinely dislike Hillary Clinton because, you know, it's pretty easy to dislike Hillary Clinton. Um, Absolutely. But But the four years ago. Taking on Kamala, too. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, no, that that she'll she'll always have a little sympathy in my book for just absolutely destroying Kamala just ending and her killing her campaign on that debate stage and yet at the she's same time fucking president mm-hmm. right. and at the same time though I, I I get very frustrated with people saying something she did four years ago should negate all of the crap she's done oh no since. yeah for sure not with and I all her fans at this point, I mean, I, I shouldn't say all, a lot of her rabid supporters who will literally like descend on you like a flock if you mildly criticize her in a tweet, uh, as I'm sure we've all experienced. Oh, yeah. Uh, just just think she's hot. Like, that's all it is. They think she's yeah. hot. And they thirst trap. It, it, and it's like, oh, she's, you know, and, and they ignore all of her policies. And when she flip flops on a policy, she's look and I, I'll give her credit. She's very good on whistleblower protections in a way that almost every other Democrat is shit on including bernie is not as good on those things in terms of speaking out for assange and for snowden for chelsea manning and reality winner and people like that um but that's about it like she's she's a Mm -hmm. her politics are a jumbled mess of libertarian nonsense for the most part but why did she drop like why did she resign her petition her position she has like one more month what good is she then yeah, what change are you going to make when you've given up, you know, being a congresswoman? You had a chance yeah. to, you know. It's also weird that she, re- yeah, that she's not going to run for re-election when she hasn't. She's clearly trying to transition into the into the private sector, you know, PragerU grift immediately from her. <laughs> Fox News commentator. Absolutely. Breitbart, Breitbart contributor. Yeah, there, there'll be some. She's not because she's obviously not going to get picked up by any of the left organ, you know, the 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 center, you know, like the MSNBC. None of them would touch her because they all hate her because they think she's a right, Russian and, asset or whatever. And she declined to uh, speak at the MPP conference. Which one? Which one was that? Oh, the oh, the People's Party. Yeah. Uh huh. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. No, I mean she's always been a. You know, she was always a registered Democrat and, you know, identified as a Democrat, even though now she's kind of transitioning into the Republican <laughs> grift. But so maybe we should talk a little bit about the, the her uh, latest uh, turn here, the, the the Project Veritas thing. Yeah, yeah. I did want to mention that on the show because um, 
It was particularly gross, and and I'm and she she knew what she was doing. There was no, you know, she can claim now that like oh well I didn't realize, but she. So Project Veritas, for people that don't know, uh, is this total hack organization. They're basically the you know, they're basically like Jacob Wool before Jacob Wool. They've existed for a while. I think they were even involved in that bullshit scandal that took down Acorn um, way back when. Yeah, it's uh, like if Jason Wool did a GoFundMe and got like ten million dollars, it would become. Project oh yeah, Paris. they're 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 clearly funded by right wing like think tanks because the, they routinely offer people bribes of like ten to fifteen thousand dollars to to lie about shit just to push their fake you know narratives. They release these doctor videos. You might remember them from the the doctor videos of the Planned Parenthood woman, yeah, yeah t- selling baby organs or whatever the fuck they're trying to claim. <laughs> um, what which, was the you know. one with um, the the woman who was uh, telling the story about you know what she learned from racism, and they cut it to make it sound like she was saying that she actually believed the oh, thing yeah, that she had yeah. learned not to believe. They, they've done so many, and this is what they do: her to get like fired, and uh-huh. then when they like realized it was all a fucking lie they offered her a job back and she was like no fuck you yeah yeah no th- i mean this is what they do and again after the first time they should have had no credibility but but liberals will will give anybody credibility as long as they're not a left-wing organization um and they they doctor videos and then they push them out to their uh the seedier elements of the right wing the kind of bright barts and the daily stormer and the you know those types and, you know, eventually those filter up to the Tucker Carlson's and the more mainstream right wing uh, organiza- news organizations, quote unquote. Uh, and they actually push these stories. So they've been pushing a story recently about ballot harvesting, um, which is actually not illegal. Uh, it's basically more or less ballot harvesting is a right wing framing of, of what it is. It's really ballot collection. And. You know, when it especially when there's a lot of absentee ballots in any given situation, whether it's, you know, overseas on a military base or in an in a elderly community, you know, you're, you're allowed to to collect more than three ballots in a state where ballot harvesting, quote unquote, or ballot collection is not illegal um, to bring to the mailbox or to bring to the, the polling drop box that you have at like your town hall, whatever it is. Um, and especially now with COVID, a lot of people are reluctant to leave their house be it because they're elderly or they're just for whatever reason. So, you know, some places have actually allowed for ballot harvesting, which is where you go around and collect as a official representative of the democratic party or the official representative of a campaign and just say, I will bring these to the thing. Now, you know, in theory, like I personally probably wouldn't give my ballot to anybody. I would just bring it to the mailbox myself. Cause that's, Seems like a recipe for like, you know, whatever, but it's not illegal. And in elderly communities, it's actually pretty important because, you know, a lot of people like who are not very mobile can't necessarily bring their ballot to, you know, the town hall to drop it in the polling drop box or to drop it in the mailbox. Um, But they had basically doctored this video to get this guy basically saying that he was harvesting all these ballots and changing it. And, And it was total bullshit. And they and they and he later revealed that he was bribed by uh, what's his face James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe. Yeah. Uh, he was he was who, offered ten thousand dollars to lie about. Yeah. yeah, I saw a picture of James O'Keefe recently, and I was like, oh man, he's got like the like ever expanding Irish head, you know, like the <laughs> yeah, right. t- Ted uh, Keddy, you know, just gets uh, you know what's the Baldwin guy in SNL. 
Uh, and I was like, how old is James O'Keefe now? And I looked him up. He's 36. <laughs> you, know who's funny? <laughs> you know who's funny to see? Have you seen Cernovich lately? Mike Cernovich? He, he's got a big fucking head, too. Like, so it's, it's he, weird. He used to be sort of a mainstream, like, sort of normal-looking guy. And now mm-hmm. he looks like a super fucking trailer parky meth guy. And he looks like a freak. I don't understand it. Every time Something I look ab- at him, I, I think like somebody photoshopped his eyes closer together, and then I'm like, oh, no, no, no. that's just his head growing bigger. <laughs> yeah. He's re- is, isn't he the one that's really short, too? Or uh, I know Shapiro's short, but I think Cernovich is also pretty short. I don't know. All, all, all these conservative dudes are fucking freaks. Stephen Miller, like the same age as, as, as me, I think, but is like... Looks like he's like 47 years old and fucking, you know. <laughs> Violently bald. I was noticing how much uh, Stephen Miller looks like a young Michael Chertoff. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A yeah. little bit. Um, Stephen Miller, by the way, also infected with COVID. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, let's finish up this story and then we'll talk about the COVID stuff. But sure. Um, but yeah, so, and, and of course, they were trying to tie this to Ilhan Omar and he was a representative for a campaign. And it was, again, it, it, everyone ran with it, including Tulsi Gabbard, who retweeted uh, this fucking Project Veritas video and says, you know, Project Veritas has, has shown us an important... I forget the exact tweet, but it was just such yeah. an absurd framing. It was like, well, you know, they, they've really highlighted the importance of, uh, you know, of ballot harvesting and, and, and you know, I, need, I want you to... I want to pass this bill to ban ballot harvesting because this is not a partisan issue and blah, blah, blah. So everyone was like, well, you're sharing a, a fucking hack fake news organization as your proof of this thing that's not really a thing that's not really an issue and then so you know i think even aoc called her out about it you know uh you know ilhan and then after the fact when it was proven that it was a fake video aoc called her out and was like i hope you know that tulsi apologizes to her colleague for sharing this obviously doctored video and blah blah blah. and then tulsi you know kind of sidestepped it but you know and and of course this earned her a a a spot in a Prager U video. She's she's just setting up her grift for when she leaves office at the end yeah, of this I mean, but cycle. Even if, even if you think, look, there are two options. There's, she knew what she was doing or she didn't, both of which are fucking terrible. Yeah, and she's the biggest <laughs> idiot on the planet if she didn't know what she was, you know. If, if it's she like, didn't know, get the fuck out of politics. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's just, it's really a shame to see because she did have some good positions on some things, but, you know, there's always... There was always a lot, even like early on, there was always a lot of, oh, well, all right, well, she's still good on this. Like, there was always things you do where I would like, in my head, be like, ah, oh, fuck, well, I guess she's better than some of them, but not, you know, as good as Bernie or as good as, like, but it, she's just slowly yeah. revealed herself to be, you know, the milkshake duck that we that we knew she was, unfortunately. Like, I always thought she, she meant well, and, and um, it was just not very smart. That was my take on it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if that holds up anymore. I I feel like she just doesn't care enough to research anything. She'll yeah. just kind of, you know, whatever whatever sounds good for her brand, she'll kind of just, you know, shrug and be like, "Well, okay." Here's you know? the problem. She's never She's still that? going at Ilhan. This is what pissed me off. And furthermore, yeah. she had the audacity to go through all this project Veritas or Vomitas, which I call it, bullshit when a day or two prior, they took greens off my ballot as well as two other states. And oh, you're yeah. supposed to be all about democracy and you're bitching and moaning about something that no one has ever witnessed that was proven to be completely bunk. 
Um, and then I pulled the tweet up. It says, AOC, Ilhan, the issue is not about any of us. It's about voter harvesting. Ilhan, I, apologizing for, I apologize for referencing the PV story as an example without thoroughly vetting it. Now, will you support H.R. 8285 to get rid of voter harvesting, which undermines our democracy? If not, why not? So she's Vo- still going at Ilhan. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you say voter harvesting, then it sounds like they're harvesting voter It's organs. a right-wing framing. She uses right-wing <laughs> framing because she's right. secretly a right-winger. You know, it's like, it's, not, it, it's, yeah. it's just, again, it's, you know, it, she, yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate that it took us this long to fully see the full extent of who she is. But uh, at least it's coming out now that there's money on the line. Well, I think the only uh, real support she has are the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the the... WikiLeaks folks, you know, which I mean, I'm, yeah. I support their cause 100. Like, percent I know, I know what you mean though. There's a certain segment of like sort of right, left, libertarian like WikiLeaks people who only care about shit like that and constantly tweet about right. like pedophiles in in, in DC. Fucking Ron Paul voters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate because uh, you know <laughs> they're right about some stuff, but then they're psychotic about other things. So. They make they make the things that they're right about look crazy, which is unfortunate because, you know, those things are equally as important to the other shit that we care about. But, um, yeah, so you know that 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 was a that was a bad situation. But uh, we should talk a little bit more about the COVID situation because not only did Trump get it, but I mean he is just the fucking super spreader, and she, he gave it to everybody in the Republican party, uh, all, all of our favorite ghouls, you know, yes, I think yesterday morning we learned that Stephen Miller tested positive, which, you know, I was just waiting for, cause that was the one I really, really wanted to see, uh, of that whole, that whole kind of coven of, uh, people that were with him for the debate prep. Uh, that seems to be where he spread most of it through, through the debate prep because he, uh, everyone in the debate prep room, save for Rudy Giuliani and, uh, Tim Miller, it's some other Miller, not Stephen Miller. I don't know. But, Rudy was coughing pretty bad. Well, on, uh, exactly. TV yesterday, everyone else has tested positive except for those two, and Rudy is clearly hiding a COVID positive diagnosis. Um, so literally, he infected everybody in that room. Um, and they're not doing contract tra- contact tracing because, you know, the media has more or less accepted that Hope Hicks was the the patient zero for the White House, but. Uh, there's a very good chance that Trump is actually the one who spread it to everyone else. Uh, and apparently he's New York Times reported that he hasn't been actually testing in the last couple of weeks because he doesn't like it. It's uncomfortable to get the swab stuck up his nose. It is. So he just makes tell. I'm, oh, I'm sure it is. Like, I, I, I don't want to do it, but he's, you know, he fucking should do it. He's the president. Yeah. Um, and he's had everyone else around him get tested and he figures that'll be good enough. But He's the fucking idiot that goes to all these rallies and goes around all these people unmasked uh, and is very likely the culprit who spread it to everybody else around him because none of them wear fucking and still don't wear masks even after this. Yeah, I mean, Um, there's a chance that there are like 20 senators infected. Yeah, (laughs) which, you know, and our only hope at this point for not having ACB rammed through the Supreme Court is that a couple of them die because they're still going to try to vote even though they're all fucking you know sick and spreading it to everyone else they're gonna find a way to fucking ram this vote through before uh the lame duck session because they're very worried that they might lose you know this the control of the senate 
uh, or control the White House. Either way, it wouldn't be good for them. Uh, well, and... they keep saying we got to stop the vote until November 3rd. What the balls does that have to do with anything when people... You know, after an election, they don't assume the position immediately. Yeah. They will have yeah, to have stall until months. January. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, again, the only, I think the only hope that, that the, the left has of not having a major, like, super, con, super majority conservative Supreme Court is that, like, three or four Republican senators die from COVID and then... They just can't replace. They they'll have to you know elect them. To, they couldn't replace them in time to actually ram her through to the court. I'm not convinced that Joe wouldn't pick some Republican. Oh yeah, now he'll or Dino, whichever someone Republican-ish. Where's no. Merrick Garland? Yeah, they'll I dig mean, Merrick Garland up from whatever. You know, Joe Biden would appoint Ted Cruz to the Supreme Court. Yeah right. It's just so, you know. I, I'm sure you guys probably saw the. Uh, Kellyanne Conway's daughter's TikTok videos. Oh, what a damn hero. <laughs> it's just so funny because, you know, uh, she's, uh, again, she's 15 years old and everyone's like, oh, she's like, a, you know, she's like the new deep. Th- I, I, I fully identify this behavior as like what my, my younger sister used to do when she was this age. It's just, just be obnoxious as hell and film everything and tell like every piece of dirty laundry going right. on within any kind <laughs> and it's just like she just does it without thinking about it which is great for us because it's like she's actually exposing all the shit that they're trying to cover up um but it's just really funny how how you know the the entirety of the u.s government and national security state is powerless to stop a 15 year old with a fucking tiktok from you know unraveling the, 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 the one where the one where she's getting fucking yelled at by her mom oh my God, that's and she's so like funny she like turns the camera on her and she's like you're fucking filming me again <laughs> i will have to start watching these tiktoks it's so funny. oh my god it's, so it's, 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 it's i'm violently like, against tiktok in general but this no i know yeah. we, we get it the boomer way when people post the tiktoks right. on facebook you know <laughs> and i just i love that, that kellyanne conway doesn't say are you filming me she says you're filming me again <laughs> like, st- stop uh, fucking talking to your daughter when she's on her phone because she's clearly right. punking your ass. Right. I don't know why they're telling her anything at this point because, I mean, she she posted like days ago that like you know, tr- lol, Trump's not fine. He's doing horribly. They're trying to stabilize him. They're just trying not to let it get out. Like all this stuff like that. Um, and he's clearly not. You know, he clearly should not have been released from the hospital. You see him when he was. You know, walking back up the steps uh, when he got dropped off by helicopter after they shot that little fascist uh, commercial, he was like gasping for. He was like, you know, really like his neck muscles were going. He was like, I can tell he was like, I think he's gonna die. I, I, you know, I think he might. I think it's. I think he certainly. So the White House doesn't have like a full-on medical facility. It has. It has some rudimentary it like somebody described it basically as like an urgent care center i'm sure he's secretly brought in a lot of equipment so that the the worst thing for him and his image is if he had to go back to the hospital right oh yeah absolutely yeah he probably forced them to let him out but so because of that he's gonna get less care than he should yeah stubbornness and that's gonna kill him i mean this is my hope but i'm i I also thought i hope so too primary so i don't think he's gonna die i as dr dooley says old white racist dudes never die (laughs) i mean kissinger is like a thousand and twenty five 
Exactly. He's, he's they they just had to get anywhere. Trump to the to Walter Reed long enough to get a transfusion of Henry Kissinger's blood, and that's what's <laughs> going to keep him going. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it is it it is amazing the longevity of, of of people like that. Like Henry Kissinger will outlive all of us, I think, at this point. But that's right. Um, like, like hate ages your skin, but you never die. <laughs> yeah, you, that's you just price. become one with the demon that's lurking with you. You're just fucking. Senator Palpatine in yeah. the Star Wars, like you'll you'll live forever, but your skin's gonna look like shit. Hillary uh, will Palpatine, live till she's much, yes. at least nine hundred. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, the one scary thing about Hillary and and Trump dying would be the way they'd be made into martyrs. Oh God, yeah, it would make yeah, me sick. When the thing is, no matter what, um, Trump's gonna be on the ballot in November. So that's he, true. Yeah. So he, if, he, if he did die, um, you know, when people say, "Oh, these," there's no enthusiasm to go vote for to vote, go vote anymore. Well, they're going to make him a martyr. His name's going to be on the ballot. That's going to get all the you know Fox will spin for a month that you have to do the right thing and show your How support funny for Trump. Would it be if, tr- if Biden lost to a dead guy? That would be the funniest oh thing. That'd be the funniest possible outcome, I think, of this entire yeah. fiasco. As if if Biden lost to a dead guy. <laughs> I could almost call it right now, just knowing how fucked this year is. <laughs> oh man, I kind of want that to happen now. That'd be really funny. Um, <laughs> that would literally mean that, like, that I don't know what that would mean. Like, the what coronavirus would won the election. <laughs> well, so what would happen is there's there'd be Supreme Court fight over it because it's never been settled. Oh fuck! Yeah, because the uh, you, you know technically you vote for electors, not a candidate. That's true. Um, but yeah, so it. It's it's setting up. It would be a fiasco. It would be an absolute yeah. fiasco. Yeah, but uh, but that would be funny uh, for sure. <laughs> but no, but I mean, look, you, and you said they would lionize them. We saw that already this week about Trump. It's like the guy gets sick, and you're all talking about what a fascist maniac he is, which he, you know, he is, and he's a racist, but. The second he gets sick, everyone, Ava DuVernay is like, oh, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't wish ill on anybody and I hope he makes a full recovery. And then literally like a day later, he's at, he's, he's, you know, out of the hospital and saying like, don't let COVID control your life. You're going to be fine. Like, you know, all this misinformation. Where did, where did all the, the chanting of Trump murdered 200,000 people go where it suddenly turned into thoughts and prayers for the president? Like what the fucking liberals. It's it's unbelievable. You. You know, you can just say nothing. You don't have to come out and say, "I hope he dies." You can just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. If if you can't if you can't have the courage to publicly put that out there, and I, you know, we've all been on the right. Like, I fucking hope he dies. But you know, if if you're too wrapped up in your media image to not, you know, go out on the record and say, like, yeah, I hope he fucking croaks, then just yeah, just say nothing. Like, you could just say nothing. Or even Ilhan didn't fucking say that. She was like, yeah, you know, I she 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 tweeted about how he was sick, and then she tweeted about. Like all the misinformation the Republicans spread and didn't once say, like, I hope he gets well. Like, it was yeah. a great way for a politician to handle it, like, to not wish him well. But Absolutely. of course, Rachel Maddow was leading the charge of sympathy for the president. Uh, yep. <laughs> just unfucking. <laughs> what will happen to my ratings if he dies? Come on, guys. Well, um, the, I, I've made a tweet that got like 15,000 uh, likes, it went viral, it was crazy. I made a tweet about how the same people... (laughs) Viral. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) The same people who were like, oh, Trump, were like, the second Bernie had a heart attack one year ago to the Uh day, Uh were like, drop out, drop out. Oh, pick out his casket. And they were just such fucking assholes. And, you know, you got Rachel Maddow, she's like, 
praise God for Trump. And, you know, and then you got Tulsi. Tulsi's really bothered me because she didn't just do the, you know, prayers and love for Trump. She did the, and best, uh, best wishes for Tiffany and Ivanka and oh, Ivana. God. And, and she named all the family by name. Gross. And I'm like, what the what kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> That's gross. That's really gross. I didn't even see that. Oh, well, God. And, it just you know, shows thank, you who they really thank are. Thank God Biden uh, stopped running negative ads against Trump. Yeah. Right. Out of solidarity. It's not the time for that. Not the yeah, time I, for that, even though Trump immediately continued with the negative ads. Yeah, he's like, I, I lo- I'm I not going to stop. I love the tweet somebody had. They said, uh, uh, Biden to resume negative campaign ads, but they'll be against Bernie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It, yeah. No, it, it just is very telling uh, that there's nobody that they want rehabilitate uh, and that they don't mean anything that they actually say. But, oh, God. Well, you know, I mean, we still there's st- he's still not out of the woods yet. It gets worse, they say, in like days 10 to 14. So fingers crossed. But uh, yeah, and we're only 10 happen, to 14 so. days into the year also. So we've got uh, quite, more, <laughs> quite a bit more of <laughs> right. 2020. Oh, God. Never ending year. But 2021 is probably not going to be any better. It's not like we're going to have this COVID thing fixed by, you know, by by, ne- by early next year. Like, if we're lucky, maybe mid-year, they'll have, like, some sort of vaccine situation. Well, they say, you know, even if, works. If, if the vaccines they have now work, only, you know, maybe one out of 15 people are going to get it by the end so, of the year. Yeah. And then it's going to slowly trickle out because they have to ramp up production. So for most people, you're looking at summer. If what yeah. we have now works, if it miraculously works and doesn't have bad long-term side effects from being rushed through trials, where we can't actually, you know, test any of this, sh- it's it's just yeah, it's there's no way we're resuming normal life. Well, and then you're gonna have soon. a ton of people that are gonna like just not take a vaccine because they don't believe in it. Uh, one of which is Jim Carrey, the liberals were uh, praising for his portrayal of Joe Biden on SNL. Uh, like, really, that's okay. Do you, you realize he's an anti-vaxxer <laughs> who is yeah. going to encourage people not to take a coronavirus vaccine? I think I'm sure he's uh, married to uh, Jenny McCarthy and she oh, he well, yeah, was. They, they were. She's, they divorced, a, yeah. she's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, she got him on board with that shit. That's, I was, yeah, that's that's where he got it from. I, I, he's he's he hasn't spoken out publicly on it since I think they divorced. So maybe it was just her pet cause that he took up. But he certainly did enough damage on his own with her to you know to warrant that kind of criticism. Um, he wore the t-shirt. <laughs> my my issue is that, and this has been SNL's issue for years. I mean, they've occasionally lucked into the right you know version of it, but. Satire, you're not supposed to admire the person that you're satirizing. You're not supposed to like the person you're satirizing. Oh, you're that RGB fucking, shit? Did you see that? Fucking hate the person you're satirizing. Yeah. And, and it's like when you are portraying Joe Biden or Kamala Harris with this kind of like making them cooler than they actually are, you're doing anti satire. The only good satire SNL has done was when uh, Will Farrell did George W. Bush because he really thought he was a fucking idiot and couldn't stand him and hyped up the worst aspects of his personality and that was the perfect way to satirize George W. Bush uh, and, and even like the, even Baldwin's Trump I think sucks because it's one note oh, and it's not it, it's not well thought out it's not clever it's just ooh I don't like this guy and I'm going to make fun of this and that but it's not like it, it's not clever like the, yeah. the, the, no I thought Wolf the, Bush was clever that was I the thought, last good sat, you know, president that they've had on SNL 
I did like Larry David's early Bernie. Like That's true. Until his yeah. early Bernie, where he would joke about, you know, send me your couch pennies. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> like some of that was really good, but then you know he went, and you could you could feel that it was more of an anti-Bernie yeah. impression. He said yeah, that sure. he should so, drop out. Yeah, exactly. That was. Did you guys was see gross. the uh, the 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 Bruce Bader Ginsburg? Uh, I saw a clip of it. I couldn't watch. I couldn't bring myself oh to watch my that. They they can't help themselves with this bullshit. Like Kate McKinnon, who worships all the terrible women she's portrayed on SNL. They did this little like weird music montage, or whatever fucking thing, and they had her because she had uh, played RBG on SNL before. And then they flashed this this the words on the screen: "Rest in power." Uh. So you've got you've, so gross once again. Um, You've got a, a white woman, Kate McKinnon, who uh, dated Barry Weiss, who's a raging <laughs> racist. She uh, dated her? Yep. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, ba- basically saying rest in power to a white woman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who denounced Colin Kaepernick and Black Lives Matter. Like, it, it's That's stupid and disrespectful. Just, just yeah. as fucking cringy as the Women's March tweeting out uh, rest in power to Barbara Bush when she died. Oh, God. That was, I, I literally almost vomited, I think, when I saw that tweet. I was like, this cannot be a real fucking tweet. But <sighs> like, that, that tweet was so bad, it, like, severed the organization in half. Like, half the founders no, were like, we're not, were we're, we're leaving this fucking, or- this is terrible. Like, we're not marching the- anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, the Phil Oaks song started, started playing. They were just like, fuck this. Um, well, it's yeah, coincidental so, that we have um, RBG on our cover uh, with a halo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I thought that was a nice touch, but that was that was prior to. I, I assume prior to. What oh she yeah, died, there's right? there's yeah. a lot of stuff we wrote um, and depicted in our book that actually ended up happening. Prophetic. Yeah. Prophetic. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> you killed her. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> crazy well you know and again not not a ton happened this week but i did i'm glad we got to touch on the 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 covid stuff and the tulsi stuff uh obviously there's the debate tonight uh not probably not gonna watch i'll definitely watch highlights of it but um yeah and nothing good ever happens anymore so i'm not really too excited (laughs) next week i can already call the opening scene for snl will be the vp debate because they love doing kamala harris oh yeah 100 percent. oh yeah what's her Um, what's her name that plays her Maya Rudolph, yeah. Oh yeah, she's uh, she's like married, but not married to Paul Thomas Anderson, who's like my favorite director. I so, know like, mine kinda... too. Yeah, PTA is my guy. We got to review some of his films here coming up. Uh, wink, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it just always like bugs me because I'm like, why was my favorite film director like married, not married to somebody from SNL? Like, what? I why? couldn't believe that when I heard it. Apparently he's like best friends with David Spade too, which is another head scratcher. So bizarre, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like my hero is David Cross, and he's married to one of the shittiest shit. Oh, that's he's. They're the true uh, James Carville Mary Matlin relationship. Like that's the real one that I don't understand. Like Mary Matlin and James Carville are not that far apart politically, and people act like they are. David Cross and and Amber Tamlin are like. Amber Tamlin, that's her name. It's so far apart politically, even though they're technically from the same party. It's like they're not that, having I don't, sex. They must no, fuck be. no. Especially not during the primaries. Like maybe like when things are calm and not much is going on. And his wife uh, isn't too obnoxious. They're like, who's right, Bob if, Odenkirk married to? Anyone know? 
I don't know. Anyone famous? <laughs> no. Married to his work. Um, well, James Garville <laughs> is one of our main characters. And, uh, really? He's, uh, we point that out about him and his wifey. He sure is something. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's on the panel. James Scarville, we call him. <laughs> all right. Well, I think... Uh, all right. So I think we hit what we wanted to hit from uh, today. Can you remind people where they can get the book? Uh, what's the website again? Uh, Savageandpat.com. Awesome. Which is not a porn site, despite how it sounds. <laughs> well, it depends I mean, how much you pay. If the economy doesn't turn up, it might go OnlyFans. We'll see. <laughs> we took a vote on Twitter. Would you like Savage and Pat to go OnlyFans? And it was favorable. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. I, I just also it's uh, we did independently publish so you can't find it on Amazon my last book I put it on awesome. Amazon but the guilt over that I just said fuck it this time around awesome awesome yeah so go check it out go buy it from them directly uh, Pat will Pat will lovingly seal it himself in an envelope and send it to your house we're <laughs> still <laughs> signing <stamps>. so <laughs> okay <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah, yeah, liquor with COVID stamps. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, if you want to support the show, check out Apple Podcasts, uh, Move Left Idiots, SoundCloud.com, slash Move Left, um, Facebook.com, slash Move Left Idiots, Patreon is Patreon.com, slash Move Left, merch available at tinyurl.com, slash Move Left Merch. I am on Twitter at Move underscore Left. Comrade. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought yeah. <laughs> I was I was just listening to the echo. Um, I'm on Twitter at bike uh, bike slutty. And you, uh, what, what are your guys' Twitter handles? Uh, I'm uh, Pat the Burner, uh, and then uh, at Silly Rabbit S I L E Rabbit is my parody account. Nate's liver. And my yep. show is on Uphill Media. Um, so you can subscribe on YouTube to that. And then I also started a new YouTube um, with current episodes, but also over 300 prior episodes um, that I moved onto that site. Um, and that's just Savage Joy Marie Man. Um, my Twitter is at Savage Joy Marie One. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you guys very much for coming on. Thank you. Um, and we'll see everybody next week. All right, Great thank to be you here. for Appreciate having it, guys. us.
What better place than here? What better time than now? Oh, hey!